Hey out there, everybody. Welcome to Caffeination 513. This is the free-flowing, freestyling, wonderful stylings of the Caffeination podcast. This is a absolutely insane uh, attempt to do the show here. This is our second and a half go-around, I'd say. Uh, we've had a lot of... Uh, of attempts that have uh, kind of gone awry. I had to reboot the computer twice, all because I plugged in an extra webcam. So we're feeling pretty good today. Uh, this is the Caffeination, the wonderful world of caffeine culture and technology news. If you have any other uh, things you'd like to hear about, hey, you know what, shoot them on over to us. But we'll probably talk. We were doing uh, impressions in the uh, chat room not too long ago. Yeah. I'm Paul. This is Steve. And we're here uh, telling you uh, all about this wonderful show. It is hosted lovingly, nestled along with all of its friends over at Uh We are a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Everybody remembers uh, over there, there actually remembers to create child-safe, family-friendly, and educational stuff. And it, everybody is, uh, you know, it's kind of a wonderful little family. It's a little dysfunctional from time to time, but it's a great little uh, way to get all your, uh, your licks in when it comes to family friendly technology shows so that's what we kind of uh, try and do <laughs> we have a wonderful lineup here today we don't yet have a title for today's show but uh, maybe it'll be moitalize <laughs> it'll come to us yeah we'll we'll, uh, we'll get we'll get it figured out if i can stutter anymore maybe you know maybe it'll just be called the stuttering edition <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have a wonderful, lively group in the chat room today. I'd like to say hello out to Valley Man and Norbert, who are uh, both showing up and uh, going strong. We have a bunch of other people as well, so hi and, and welcome to you. Uh, we're sorry if you, you've been waiting the whole time. We're about 25 minutes behind schedule now, yeah. so we're just going to get right on into the meat and or potatoes here. If you're looking for this episode, we already told you where you can find it, but if you have any comments, feedback, suggestions, you can shoot it over to caffeination at gmail.com or paul at caffeination.com. Or see the caffeination.com. And that's our name, so it's you know kind of self-explanatory there. What did you do geeky this week, good sir? I just did a bunch of reading, so it wasn't... I don't know if it's that geeky. Well, I mean, what were you reading? Um, Liar! Yeah, I can't remember the name of the book. <laughs> see, see, this is what this was drawing with kids today. Yeah, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I'll remember the name of the no, book you won't. No, you won't. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. You know, it's, you know, paint by numbers don't have uh, you know good storylines. It'll come to me. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Eventually. I didn't do very much geeky this week at all. We were taking things apart. The only cool geeky thing that happened in work today was we got our laser cutters, and I swear to you, they are like as big as a car engine. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure that I'd be able to like you know build a new three dimensional dog out of some of these things. We also got our uh, three dimensional CNC milling machine, which, uh, from what I understand, it can take like a four by four sheet of plywood and carve all kinds of topographies in there. It's a. Uh, it's just. You know, out of this world. It's supposed to be loud and noisy and all other kinds of crazy stuff, so I'm sure I'm going to have some fun with it. Uh, we have a lot of really fun things that are happening there, but nothing geeky at home. It's just been kind of a, a catch-up situation going on here. And the book is Killing Lincoln. Killing Lincoln? Told you I'd get it. He's already dead. Yeah, I know. Well, we're doing it again. Okay, really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we have a wonderful little uh, situation for you. Unfortunately, the first thing that we have to talk, talk to you about today here is Stop Sopa. Now, unfortunately, if you actually explain the whole thing out, Stop Sopa actually means Stop the Stop Online Protection uh, Piracy Act. Uh, the Online Piracy, the, the Stop Online Pir Pir Piracy Act, ra rather Sopa, is a wonderful little thing that the uh, the people in corporate America have cooked up so that they can turn off any website that they don't agree with or any website that they think might be pirating something or they think might actually have content that you know might be owned by somebody else it's unfortunately one of the the big 
problems with having the internet out there and free is that, you know, sometimes people do things that you don't really like. And you know what? That's the wrong way to go about doing it because it's really going to screw up the internet. Just plain and simple. Uh, from a technical end of things, if you know anything about DNSs, imagine trying to go to yahoo.com, but let's just say Viacom said, you know what, Yahoo actually, you know, the Yahoo, you know, that little fun thing, let's just say it happened to appear in a movie in like the 1940s, and they just found out, so they want to actually take that song, sound out. So they file a, a little grievance, and then boom, it's gone. So you can't go to Yahoo, so anything that routed through Yahoo, anything that links to Yahoo is dead. So it, it basically kills the internet piecemeal, and there, there's a huge uh, 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 petition thing going on. Uh, it's actually going to, I believe, the House of Representatives tomorrow, or is it the House bills actually going to the Senate? I can't, I can't remember. It's unfortunately a little bit complicated, and it's, it's, it's a problem with trying to explain these crazy things that are going to end up screwing up anything that we really like to do. So if you like viewing content online, if you'd like to be able to go to the websites that you go to without somebody saying, yeah, sorry, that one's turned off today, then you might want to consider going on over to the Caffeination Podcast or just going on over to uh, uh, iworkforthenternet.org. You can take a picture of yourself and just add your silent face into the... Uh, into the group that supports the uh, you know the, the internet and the people that are against SOPA. So I already did that. There's a whole bunch of other people that have done that as well. It's it's a really really crazy uh, law, and it's a crazy it, it's it's the first step down the slippery slope of censorship. So uh, if you saw the the censor, censored banner across the caffeination a while ago, that's what it was. So we need to kill this law. We need to kill it dead. All right, the next one one that we got going for you here is a really kind of cool thing. We're switching back gears to something really fun. It's the Humble Indie Bundle. Now, I don't know if you ended up getting in on the last one, but the last one was really kind of cool. It had like five or six games. This one has seven as it is right now, and it has a whole bunch of really cool ones. Uh, so you can actually go on over to HumbleBundle.com and check out the uh, the video and see little bits of gameplay from all of them. Uh, pers- personally, I really like Gratuitous Space Battles and uh, Jamestown because they both look really, really fun. So have you uh, had a chance to look at any of the videos or anything on this one? Not yet. Okay. You really need to get it. It it looks going to be like it's going to be a really cool one. They usually add stuff in after the fact. Right. So you can always get in on that. So it's pretty cool. Uh, All right. Next little thing. Uh, Do you want to take this one? Uh, You know what? You seem like you're on a roll. I'm on a roll? Keep it going. All right. All right. Thank you. Not a problem. (laughs) Yeah, the best part about doing these shows sometimes is that you find stuff that's really, really off the wall and really, really um, just has no place whatsoever in any kind of show that you want to do. (laughs) But it's cool to share with the group. So the, the one that we found was actually called How to Make a Star Wars Snowflake. Now, if you're following along at home, you can actually see some of these things because I think we actually have the desktop camera working. And uh, provided that I can get it going, you should be all right. But uh, it, it's really cool. It's a way to actually cut one of those uh, paper snowflakes like you saw when you were in um, in grade school or whatever it was. And uh, it, it, it's there, there's certain little tiny little cuts that you can make to actually turn them into stormtroopers. I think they have one that is uh, Admiral Akbar. Yeah, that's one. Uh, don't worry, it's just a trap on that one. And uh, there, there's all kinds of other fun ones. So I just wanted to link to the uh, thing. It's from over at boingboing.com. So I actually like saying the name Boing Boing <laughs> just because it's fun. It's like, where are you, where are you heading over right now? Boing Boing. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. All right, next little thing again, getting in the holiday mood is what there, Steve? Uh, it would be Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> I don't think that's how it's actually put no, up. No, you know, I think it's Gajira. 
Gajira. Gajira. Uh, so are we talking like, is that the correct pronunciation spelling, or is that, that the is, English that, version? That is the correct spelling of it in English, I believe. Okay. I, cu- I couldn't necessarily put it in Japanese because I don't think people would know what I meant. But I'm pretty sure that, you know, you could probably type in those little fun characters and, you know, we would just all be in awe of you. But do you want to explain this little story out there? What it looks like a giant topiary uh, Godzilla um, kind of rampaging through what appears to be a mall? Pretty much what it is. You got it on the nail on the head. The nail and the head? Nail on the head. Nail on the head. Wouldn't you just hit the head of the nail, actually? You might. So, I mean, I never really understood that. Do you actually, when you're going, when you're hitting the nail on the head, are you hitting the nail on the head of the nail, or are you hitting the nail on the head of the person that you actually like to beat? Good question. Okay, I think it'd be six of one, half a dozen of another there. We'll get back to you on that one. All right, no problem. (laughs) Stay caffeinated. (laughs) What this is, is uh, this actually picture came about 11 years ago, uh, the year 2000, in a shopping mall in Japan. They created a uh, tree for the Christmas holiday in the shape of Godzilla. And not only did they make the shape of it, they put the red eyes in it, and uh, they made it make it breathe smoke. So uh, pretty realistic. I couldn't necessarily walk around there uh, as a kid. I think it scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, you know, it, it just I, I like those kind of demonstrations. Uh, we actually have a friend who. Uh, or I actually have a friend from high school who lives over in Japan right now, and he showed us some of the holiday decorations that are over there. It is insane. It is off the charts. It's it's like the Griswolds meets municipalities. <laughs> like, they have entire, like, squares done up, like, in these, like, again, for some reason I'm using the same word again, but topographies of, like, lights that are, like, this landscape that grows out of absolutely nowhere. And it's all LED lighting. It's all gorgeous. And it does, like, tricks. Oh, wow. For lack of a better term. So I just thought it was really cool and wanted to share that but i mean that's just i i need to find some of his pictures if he has them on a public facing site and actually put them up there but uh you know that, that's that's pretty cool all right uh next little thing we got for you here do you want to take this one as well yeah why not uh, why not actually why? why not yeah that's right uh what we're talking about right here is how xbox will soon just be taking over all cable boxes and uh so on and so forth they recently updated the Xbox system to where you can now watch not just Netflix or Hulu, but you're going to start watching uh, basically basic uh, cable channels. Just basic cables, or can you watch any kind of cable? Uh, it depends. You know, they're they're still uh, tweaking it. Tweaking? But, uh, yeah. But uh, as of the first update, they uh, had MSNBC, uh, The Today Show, and uh, Epics, which is a uh, cable movie channel. Epics? Never Epics. heard of that one. I haven't, yeah, that, I haven't played with that one yet. That one it was new to me, but uh, if, if you start it up, you do have to go to the website first and get some type of code. Okay. Have you done it yet? Not yet. Okay. I, I have looked through everything, and uh, there was an, actually another update today that uh, I know YouTube was one of the ones that started, and I think uh, there was a couple other ones. Okay, cool. But one of the uh, big ones that are coming up next year is the uh, HBO Go. Oh, which nice. is yeah. So, but unfortunately, the only thing with that is that service will be the same as like the Netflix and Hulu. You got to pay for a separate service. So at this point, we're going to be paying like fifty bucks a month in like separate tiny little fees to everybody else who wants to charge us to watch any video. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And they're waiting. Uh, I know Ver- Verizon, FiOS, and Comcast, Xfinity will be the uh, cable companies that were, are trying to get in on this. I know uh, Verizon, FiOS should be coming uh, soon. But uh, Comcast won't be till early next year. 
Okay. It's, uh, you know, there's two fun little rumors that are actually happening here. First of all is that Verizon's trying to buy Netflix. That's what I hear. Net, Netflix uh, uh, overall stock price has dropped significantly. So Verizon's like ponying up wads of cash, and they're like, boom, you know, <laughs> let's do this. Uh, the other really interesting thing is that Google TV actually has some new life after they ran that update. I showed right. you a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, but the, one of the first apps that they actually had up there was Fox News, and they already had MSNBC for their uh, business stuff. Right. And I think they're bringing on CNBC, so it's basically like an app that's a direct line into whatever that news station's channel of stuff so that you can just get right to whatever programs you enjoy as opposed to going through that. Yeah. And the the they've changed a couple things around with that. So it's a it's pretty cool. Uh yeah, I got to tell you I'm not really sure if I like the new dash yet. Every time I get used to I mean, well when I got the fir- the Xbox 360 the first, it had the blades, so it was like the entire thing on either side of the the thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden like then they changed the NXE, I think that's the one that we just had. Yes. Where it was like the 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 bricks in the center, it was like scrolling up and down. It's still sort of blade-ish. Now it looks like the Windows phone. Yeah. So I, it, it's interesting. I like the fact that they're changing the design all the time, so it kind of makes you feel like you've had three different consoles. Yeah. I wonder if there's any way to actually like revert it all the way back. <laughs> that, because I'm pretty sure that would just like blow a lot of people's mind how limiting that old dashboard was. Yeah. So that that's really cool. Good find on that one. All right, now the next little thing that we have up here is uh, is one of the really crazy uh, things that I found out this uh, week. This is a sleep Star Trek style. Well, actually, it's not entirely sleep Star Trek style. It's uh, some guy really thought it would be wonderful to actually experience what it would be like to be on the Starship Enterprise. So what he did was he actually taped the ambient sound that exists, you know, the engine noise and everything that's in the background, and he uh, turned it into a YouTube movie so that you can actually hear what it would be like to be on the Enterprise, and then he looped it for 24 hours. Now, I'm not sure if the people in the uh, chat room could hear it, but that's what it sounds like pretty much the entire time. I actually had this on in the background, and then I didn't realize that it was on. So it was like I was sitting there for maybe... I don't know, 10, 15 minutes while I was writing the article. And I just realized, like, wow, that's really weird. It sounds like, oh, it's still playing. And there, some of the funniest uh, comments are in there are, uh, are things like, you know, maybe how about, like, 17 hours in, what would happen if you would all of a sudden put, like, a red alert sound? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, if you're still, still listening to that thing after 17 hours, you got a little bit bigger of an issue. <laughs> But I just thought that was pretty cool. Uh, the only problem I actually have with the entire thing, and yes, it's still on in the background. Now you're in engineering. But uh, one of the only thing that I actually have as a problem with it is that the, the only image that they put up there was of the next generation, and it's just like this really pixelated version of the, um, of the uh, NC, NCC-1701D. So, but they apparently have different ambient ones for all of the different things that are for all the different versions of it that are out there. So I thought that would be a relatively interesting and wanted to share it with the group. But uh, the next little thing's kind of a really horrible one, and I'm just going to send you so that you can watch it yourself. Uh, it is a the one of the worst local commercials that I have ever seen, and it is hilariously awesome all at the same point in time. Uh, <laughs> It's basically beam up the savings. There's a, a uh, furniture warehouse called Dodd's Furniture, and uh, Dodd's Serta rather. Yeah. The only thing they do is mattresses, and 
it's some of the worst possible puns that you can have. They actually have a, a part of the, the clip that, you know, they're all dressed in uh, Star Trek regalia. Uh, they, they have a part of the clip that's actually the, the, <laughs> the, uh, What's supposed to be the USS Dodd? There we go. I actually have it up on the screen right now. It's actually supposed to be the USS Dodd flying it's a mattress as the original version of the Enterprise, it's just like laid over top of it. And they have really bad like double entendres, like uh, don't cling on to your old mattress. They have people beaming in. They have the Serta sheep. I mean, it's just overall horrible, horrible hilarious local uh, commercials. So I just wanted to, to kind of share it with the group just because I thought it would be fun, kind of funny to, to put that out there. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else that we have? All right. I think the next one is you. The, uh, uh, yeah, I'll take it. It's uh, just some simple bird. <laughs> now what this is is... is bird is the word then? Bird, bird, bird is the word. Uh, what this is is actually a... Uh, a bird that can whistle a tune of Super Mario, mm. which actually uh, caught it pretty nice. Yeah, I think he did a relatively good job yeah. overall. wasn't too bad. I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... it. it Alright, I, I don't even know. What kind of bird is that? Is it like a cockatoo or something like that? I have no idea. I wonder why it's like okay if he has all the uh, the wonderful things that are up there, you know it's like he's the the guy who's holding the bird actually has a Superman shirt. The uh, the there's a little figurine of Superman off to the side. Why is he not singing the theme song for Superman? I mean, it's just not as good as a Super Mario. I w- wouldn't it be better? I mean, I guess that's the the only connection is the super. Thanks for asking. I mean, I th- I, I think I, he would rock out a good. Uh, Cape that bird, put a little. Oh, that would be that would be hilarious. If a little little, <laughs> uh, little cape regalia, see how it works out. Um, all right. <laughs> Next little thing we got up for you here is again one of your stories. Yeah, and uh, what this is is all about the VGA uh, Video Game Awards that just passed. And uh, if you didn't know it, the uh, Game of the Year went to the Elder Scrolls uh, Skyrim, or I said I kept saying uh, Skyrim. So I really want to play that. There's so many hilarious things that apparently happen in it. And if you, one of the, the like the internet meme alert, I yeah. don't know if you, you've seen this uh, recently, but if you watch YouTube or you do anything like that, uh, then you can uh, see that people are adding comments to different videos. It's like I used to, I would have, or I used to do this, but then I took an arrow to the knee. Have you seen that? Yeah. And apparently uh, all the NPCs in the game actually leave that as a comment. Oh, I used to be an adventurer, but then I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> and it's just like a really weird thing that kind of stood out. So yeah. it, it, people are kind of picking up that one. The other one's uh, Fush Roda or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, did you see, like, they have one where it's like an air cannon and some guy goes flying across yeah. the screen. <laughs> so they have a lot of really good ones that are out there. Yeah. I, I really want to play that flat out. Oh, yeah. And, the, and a couple of the other awards that went out was uh, Character of the Year went to the Joker. From Arkham City, which okay. uh, yeah, Arkham City also won the Xbox Game of the Year. So uh, yeah, they actually didn't turn out too bad. I, I saw some of it, but I didn't catch all of it. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. And uh, for the people in the in the uh, the, the 
the chat room. I think the actual phrase that people are saying is like, it's like this huge, big, loud (laughs) roar that you're supposed to push off. And it just blows people across the room. (laughs) So I I don't really know. I haven't played the game, unfortunately, so I don't have it like ingrained into my head. But if you, if you search for, uh, I think it's dragonborn or something like that, you'll find it on YouTube. It's pretty funny. All right. uh, Do you want me to take the next one? Are you okay? You you can take this. (laughs) All right. Now, if you ever remember comic books from, I think the 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 goofy ads in the back of comic books were up there even into the eighties, early nineties. I don't think they're there anymore. No. Where you can buy like the the hovercraft, the X ray specs, all those other things. Well, one of the uh, things that every young boy, shall we say, and you know, possibly girl as well. I I wouldn't know. I don't. I'm not. I I used to be one, Um, but uh, it's. <laughs> uh, but one, you know, it's like every young kid says, "Hey, you know, I wonder, wonder if those X-ray specs would work." And what would be the first thing that any prepubescent kid would do? Look at a member of the opposite gender, most probably. Um, but um, what would happen if somebody actually took it to the next level and said, "Hey, let's make an app that's actually a viral marketing sensation, and it's actually going to be called the X-ray app." So what you do is you scroll through different uh, advertisements, and when you take the app and you overlay it, you can actually see the underwear that the model was supposed to be wearing. Kind of a uh, augmented reality thing. I think it's hilarious. I think it's fantastic. And the best part about it, when you really look at it, is that when they actually have the video up there and they show it, that it's it's not really kind of limited to. It's like hey, you know, it's like all these pretty ladies in the lingerie. It's ladies. It's men. It's whatever they as they go through. I'd mm. like to see them actually put the the app over like a cow or something that's in the background and have the cow wearing boxers because i think that would be pretty (laughs) funny as well but this is absolutely brilliant this this is unbelievable i can't believe it took somebody this long to actually do this but it's uh it's pretty funny i don't know who it's actually for but it's just called the x-ray app and i think it's only available for ios right now so hey you know what Uh, i don't know which magazine it actually works so you know you you just give it a shot and see what happens you know what i mean that's all (laughs) All right, now the next little thing is uh, since uh, Christmas is right around the corner, we got all these holidays piling all up on us. Uh, We have a wonderful little uh, collection of the absolutely biggest toys from the past 50 years. Now, here's a problem I had on uh, Twitter a little bit earlier. I got sent an Apple uh, ad basically that said, hey, you know, maybe you should get a, sc- a, a screen protector or a screen cover for your iPad. And, you know, it's only $50. It makes a great stocking stuffer. And I just sat there and looked. I was like, you know, that, that's pretty That's pretty horrible. 50 yeah. bucks is a gift. 50 bucks isn't a stocking stuffer. And if it is a stocking stuffer, you need to start putting me on your stocking stuffing list. <laughs> because, I mean, seriously, that, that that's a lot of coin. Yeah. I mean, I, a toothbrush is a uh, is a stocking stuffer. Right. Deodorant, socks. That's the kind of thing it's like you expect because it's tiny and you shove it down in there and it's it's, it's not that expensive overall. But like when you're actually looking back at some of these 50 most popular um gifts that they've had in the past 50 years, it's actually pretty crazy the the overall level of price and what used to actually uh, coincide with some of these things. It's like the one from 100 years ago was Raggedy Ann and the Erector set. And then they had the teddy bear in the 1910s. The teddy bear was actually a trending toy. That was the it toy. And now when you move up to the uh, 2000s, it's like things like the uh, Robo Sapiens and Bratz dolls. It, it's just absolutely crazy the, the uh, level of specialty that they've actually gotten into with some of these. Yeah. Uh, as, as a kid of the, uh, the 80s and the 90s, I remember most 
of the toys that they actually put out there. I don't remember um, the, the Buzz Lightyear actually being in short supply. I remember it was in short supply in the movie. I don't remember it ever being in short supply <clears throat> in the stores. But uh, you know, they had things like Pogs. I remember Pogs. I hated Pogs. Uh, they should have had Magic the Gathering up there as well. They had the Furbies, the Tickle Me Elmos, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Optimus Prime, the Rubik's Cube, the Speak and Spell. I had my Speak and Spell for I don't know how many years, and I cannot find out where it is now. Yeah. So it's around here somewhere. As soon as I get one, it's like as soon as I get it again, it's going to make an appearance on the, uh, the show. It has to. I think the one thing that I do not see on any of these lists is uh, Stretch Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong wasn't one of the most wasn't one of the fifty most popular toys though I don't think. Oh, I found it to be very popular. It, it's very popular. It's very cool. It's, it's interesting. I mean, did you ever cut them open? No. You didn't cut them open. No, I just stretched them till I couldn't stretch them no more. <laughs> so did he? Did he burst or did he? Uh... No, I think I took it to the limit. You, 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 you tie, you know, take you tie it to, it to the limit. The, yeah, that's right. You, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the big thing right around now, there is no. Everybody's so concerned because there is no huge toy this year. You know what? With as much consumerism and commercialism as that we have going on, I'm perfectly fine with there not being one huge toy that people are willing to pepper spray people for. Yeah. Uh, but the cool, one of the cooler things is the Ben 10 Alien Creation Chamber. So it's this toy where you actually put little parts of the alien in there. You spin them around. And you can actually make your own tiny little action figures that are parts of different aliens from the Ben 10 universe. I thought that was pretty cool. That is pretty neat. So I mean, it's it's all long way from a teddy bear at this point <laughs> all right and then the last little thing that we got for you here in the uh, geek cruft section of this caffeination podcast is something i am desperately hoping actually comes out uh it, it's this is a wait they're calling this a wacom wet dream but this is a concept tablet that's actually made by wacom supposedly it's only a concept at this point but uh, the person was actually suggesting that this would be a fantastic idea for Wacom to do. Because the problem with drawing on an iPad, even with a stylus, or drawing on some of these other things, they lack pressure sensitivity, they lack a lot of the, the finer motor control that you would find on a Cintiq or a Wacom or something like that. And what they said was if you add touch and pressure sensitivity to the, the, the actual screen, you make it run on Android OS, and you actually put like a lot of the shortcut buttons that are on existing Wacom tablets, this would be a huge seller for the art community. And one of the coolest things is if you see the little green tab off to the side, that's actually a, a, a holder for the pen. So you can slip the, the stylus into the, the pen, as you see on the left-hand side of the screen there, and it just sticks there. I think it would be a little bit better if it was kind of like a like the old iPacks used to be, where you could just slide it into the side. Yeah. It would be a little bit better, or maybe like make like a little docking station to where it just clips in. But I love this idea. I think it's really cool, and I kind of wish that it, that, that it would come out. I don't know if it's ever going to. It's the only problem with doing the, uh, the, con- the conceptual pieces, but hey. All right. Yeah. Moving right along to the food and caffeinated bits, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Not a lot of uh, time for you there, do we? Eh, we're getting there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we talked about this on the last show, and I've actually had a couple people ask me about it. This is the Keep Cup, and uh, I, you were not here for this one. No, unfortunately. They sent us a bunch of, uh, they sent us two of these to actually try out. And uh, somebody wanted me to explain a little bit more as to what they were. They are not recycled products, uh, and there's a very good reason for that. But they are earth-friendly. They actually have a lower uh, potential impact on a lot of the other uh, places that are out there. But uh, 
the idea behind them is that they are entirely recyclable. Now, what you the reason that they are not made out of recycled products is actually very good because you cannot make food-grade plastic out of recycled products. I was unaware of that. So that that's why it's that way but uh, all the different parts it's completely customizable and i actually i absolutely love it uh i've been uh, rocking it out and work all the time in the past couple weeks and uh you know it's it's spilled over a couple times nothing really comes out so it's it's a pretty good hmm. pretty good deal so i highly suggest if you're uh, looking for a nice customizable little option get your orders in quick though because uh they're shipping from australia oh so yeah it's the the land down under where beers are big and you know Drop bears are, are plentiful, I guess. <laughs> and somehow I started Adobe InDesign. Or Illustrator. I'm sorry, Illustrator, not InDesign. I mean, what, 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 why would it be starting InDesign? I have no idea. Yeah, who knows? There's some kind of weird keyboard combination that came up. All right, the next little thing. Again, you didn't get a chance to try this one either. I'm sorry. Unfortunately. Uh, is, we actually had a wonderful little uh, beverage show up at the door. Now, are you a, a fan of Seinfeld by any chance? Hey. Yeah. Oh, yes, I am. All right. Would you do us the the honors of explaining Festivus? Festivus? Oh, For the know, rest of us. Oh, you know what? That, <laughs> Unfortunately, I, should, I, I shouldn't could... have, shouldn't have, uh, have uh, sprung that one on <laughs> No, I, I wasn't ready for that. All right. Well, I, I can explain it a little bit. I'm not a huge fan of Seinfeld. I don't like the show overall, but I, I think there's there's shining moments within it. So... Uh, <laughs> But it, it it's pretty funny. Um, Festivus is basically a holiday that's considered to be non-commercial. It's supposed to be a, a, a secular holiday, completely separate from any and all religious observations. And it's celebrated by uh, George's family, where they have a, a solid aluminum uh, pole, that, where it's the uh, Festivus pole. It's unadorned. There's no decoration. They air their grievances. They tell all the, the other members of their family how much they've disappointed them throughout the year. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is hilarious, and uh, they also have uh, you know other traditions like the the feats of strength and things yeah. like that that they do. Yeah, where Fe- Festivus isn't over until you <laughs> pin the head of the household. <laughs> so uh, I love all those. I think that's a fantastic idea. Apparently, I was I was unaware, but Festivus was actually uh, based on a holiday that was actually celebrated by one of the writers of the show. Oh wow! And uh, he basically changed a couple things and, and uh, put it up there. So, okay, well, if I'm wrong, then somebody in the uh, chat room uh, needs to uh, to correct me there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, they're all going after, after yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. Whew. I know. <laughs> we just do it the best we can. I'm not a fan of the show, so you know, if Steve's falling down on the job here, you got to... I don't even know. So unless we have a uh, corrected information, we can't continue on with the show. I think the show's going to end in ruin. Yeah, I think so. So if people would care to uh... <laughs> inform us, please. Yeah, please, please. I mean, feel free to step up. We're waiting. Type quicker. Now. I'm not going to watch the episode again. I don't like the show to begin with. I'll watch it. <laughs> and I'm gesturing at the camera, and you know what? I'm just reading things online. That's all I'm doing. I like I like some of Seinfeld's comedy. I like the way he talks about comedy in general. I'm just not a particular fan of that. So maybe uh, Steve will watch the episode for us, and he'll report back next time to see exactly how bad I am. <laughs> all right. We're moving right along then, apparently, since that, that caused a little riff within the audience. Yeah, it did. It was, it was, a, it was an up, upwelling of, uh, of problems there. All right. But uh, the next little uh, thing, and if nobody has any problems with this, we're going to continue. <laughs> 
<laughs> is a collapsible silicon, unless you're, you want me to say silicone, uh, kettle that takes up less room. I like this idea in theory. I just get a little bit worried about actually putting boiling liquid into a, uh, into a collapsible anything. It, I, I like the idea because kettles are kind of a pain in the rear end to store. There's no easy way, easy place to put these things. Uh, and, you know, silicon baking molds and other things are really kind of wonderful, and they, they make things that are much easier to get out there. Um, for 35 bucks, I think it's a pretty good idea to, to give it a shot. And yeah. if you have a little bit less uh, space than, than normal in your kitchen, I think it would be a relatively uh, good investment. That is if, uh, you know, you don't worry about collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was really cool and wanted to share it with the group. Uh, you want to take the next thing? Uh, yeah, the uh, 24 karat gold lollipops, which actually seems pretty expensive. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, basically, what this is is uh, lollipops that taste like champagne. <laughs> so uh, I don't, I don't know. Would you have to uh, smell it first, see if it's a good year? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it depends if, if are they allowed to say that it's champagne, or does it actually have flavorings from the Champagne region of France? Because that's the only way that you can actually sell champagne that's called champagne in France. I mean, I'm pretty sure here you can just pour some water out of the tap, call it champagne, and you know, you know, by the time the lawyers get to you, you've already made off of the money. True. But uh, I like the fact that it actually has flecks of edible gold in it, and that's just for the only reason it's, it's, pu- it's purely ridiculous uh it, it's have you've had goldschlager right that's yes. the, that's the alcohol that has the the flecks of uh, of gold in there yes. i'm wondering if the the actual lollipops become more valuable the longer you hold on to them you know if the price of gold rises can you like resell the lollipop back to somebody else and say hey you know what there's like 0. 0.03 three ounces of gold in here maybe you know maybe if i give you a case you give me like 50 bucks instead of 40 or something like yeah that. so yeah I, I like the idea <laughs> so i thought it was pretty funny um and then the uh last little thing that we have here is actually a uh something that's near and dear to my heart i dislike Keurigs intensely and there's a problem with them, and I think it's that everybody seems to think that not only are they very simple, but that they make cheaper coffee overall. So I know that there's a lot of ways that you can actually use them to make good coffee. I know Norbert specifically likes his K-Cup and will never turn it in for anything else. <laughs> but um, this is the first time I've ever actually seen it actually done out and explained out. And this is from over at Dear Coffee, I Love You. But this is from a while ago, and it is... Uh, it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, it it basically says it's, if you take the uh, Mr. Coffee single cup maker and you take the uh, the the uh, Keurig cups, you're spending seventy nine bucks for the entry level brewer. You're spending fifteen forty five for the coffee. That roughly works out to sixty five cents a cup. However, if you go on the other side and you actually go crazy and you buy an AeroPress, a burr grinder, and a one pound of Intelligentsia direct trade single origin coffee for twenty bucks, you're only spending sixty six cents a cup. I was not expecting them to be anywhere near that quick. Or that close, rather. I, I think it's a really cool idea to actually, you know, kind of label everything out there. And I, I believe me, I understand when people say, hey, you know what, I just want the convenience. I just want the, the ease of use. And the fact that it can make other things besides coffee, you know, that, that kind of uh, bumps it up a little bit. But it's one of those things where I just, I can't actually 
bring myself to get one. We have the Tassimo because it can actually make espresso, and it's actually all right, but it was uh, sent along as a product demo. Uh, the, these these are the kind of things that uh, it, it's kind of interesting because the, the people who listen to the show really love some different products than we do. So yeah. it, it's it's always wonderful to have that little discussion. And if anybody would actually like to come forward and tell me exactly how wrong I am about Seinfeld or anything, they're more than welcome to do that. In <laughs> comments, feedback, suggestion, or hate mail, and any of that can be fired off to caffeination at gmail.com. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or if you'd like to leave a comment to our listener line, you can pipe up and speak out over at 215-240-1319. That's direct to voicemail. So you can shoot us your fun little comment and tell us exactly how wrong, which way, and up, down, left, and right we are. And uh, beyond that, we're over at twitter.com slash caffeination, and you are twitter.com slash Gamer Monkey. Monkey. All right, we're going to put all the links up there. We're actually working on a redesign of the entire site to hopefully make it a little bit easier for people to use. That's after the new year. But uh, there's a lot of other fun stuff that we're working on, so hopefully uh, you're going to get to see some of it. Uh, That about wraps it up here today. Thank you ever so much for... uh, (laughs) Joining. For joining, yes. That's exactly... You you helped us. You you, uh, walked through this episode with us. You enjoyed it, hopefully. (laughs) All right. Thank you ever so much for listening, and stay caffeinated, people.